goes the dynamite. You've tuned in live to the free range human show choice, your daily dose of reality radio. We are coming at you live on 103.9 FM WYAB. This is the Clay Edwards Show. I'm, of course, Clay Edwards. We got Sean Yurkaran in for a special Thursday edition. Sean will be in here with me today and tomorrow. He played hooky yesterday. Had some responsibilities to yeah. take care of. The, yeah, the judge doesn't excuse you for uh, for radio, unfortunately. Well, then, so. did you tell him what radio show? Uh, yeah, uh, you know, I actually didn't. I didn't know if that was going to help me or hurt me. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, uh, I, yeah, I had to go to court yesterday. Actually, it was great. I, I love going over to Hines County Circuit. It's like, uh, it's like I walked in the courtroom and they were like, "Welcome home, Sean." And I was like, "Good to see y'all." It's kind of like a family reunion over there. So, uh, Sean, did you see? Where they're going to put a floating Waffle House on the reservoir? I saw that. I, you know, I, it was you. I actually talked to you about it, but then I remember I went to go pick my dog up from Renee's house last night. Renee was like, "Hey, did you see that thing Clay posted about the floating?" I'm like, "It's not real. It's not real, Renee. It's not going to happen." Uh, I got way more texts from people than I thought I would about that. I maybe should have used like hashtag satire. Yeah, but you know, it's kind of like Santa Claus. I want to believe. I mean, I think it would be amazing if they did it. I wonder how much that, like a like a casino, I guess, like an old riverboat casino, but it's yeah, a Waffle House. That would be phenomenal. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, let's just be honest. Just put a couple of air fryers in there and a cast iron skillet, and you got about everything you need. I mean, I could see that being really popular. <laughs> What's the island everyone goes to? Flag, Flag. Flag Island. Oh, I've never yeah. been there. but yeah. I mean, look, all, all the white trashness that goes down at Flag Island. <laughs> I've between, seen the videos. Between the fighting. The girls that probably shouldn't be wearing, be wearing two-piece bikinis. All the chads with the tribal tattoos. <laughs> tribal tattoos. I mean, bro. Is that still a thing? The the girls with their Bible verses on the ribcage. Oh, yep. That's, yeah, that's you know, Fighting one another. Now, if you just think about all that and add a Waffle House in the middle of it. I mean, you know, I hope they have good insurance. <laughs> I know. That's what I would hope they have good insurance. Uh, yeah, so just to clear that up, that indeed was uh, a joke, but a good one. Mind you, I, the jokes, uh, whatever you want to call it, uh, satire stuff, it's always its best when people believe that it could be true. I mean, look, I get caught on them sometimes, too. I think your buddy, is it Rob, who posted about a year ago about the twerking meme, and then you posted it, and I, I was like, oh, is that real over the interstate? Like, don't twerk on the interstate. Remember that? Oh, yeah. And I, I fell for that one. I thought that was because they do make jokes. So. Yeah, I mean, look, yeah, every now and then, it's like there's a monocomb of truth to it yeah i i really i was like oh okay well they're you know they're because they're always doing some sort of joke on that interstate sign so yeah. i thought it was real these ai images are just great oh yeah yeah you know, i gotta start using this uh, you're gonna have to show me how to work some of this ai image stuff because i i want to start using creating better thumbnails for my videos mm. and because uh, i think that's the one thing that uh, i suck at are my thumbnails it's hard i you know i start i was messing with it last summer is it called doll e i think is the image mm-hmm. creator and it's 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 tough to you. I wonder. It's might have got a little bit better. I haven't messed with it in a few months, but it's fun. But it's hard to learn how to use, or it was at that time. I don't know. In six months. Technology changes so much more. It's probably easy now. Yep. All right. So Sean and I are going to take a left turn here from what we kind of planned on talking about, and I'm sure we'll get to some stuff in an hour too. But I was listening to a podcast on the way in, and Sean's familiar enough with it that I think we can have a conversation here. And I want you guys takes on this local school boards. Now, Sean's going to come at this from uh, a non-parent. I'm going to come at it from a parent, and I want y'all's input as well. So the phone line is 601-879-0002. The text line, the guns and gear 
text line, mind you, 769-241-1944. I got a feeling that this is going to be a hot topic, so I'm going to give the text line out one more time. Mm-hmm. 769-241-1944. All right, everybody's familiar with the Moms for Liberty stuff. Our our local our local Mom for Liberty, uh, Lindsey Beckham, uh, doing a heck of a job here, you know, keeping parents fired up. Nationally, they've been caught up in some some drama of sorts. One of their founders, and you know, we, we, I know we have kids listening right now. Um, one, we're just going to refer to it as a, a, a sexual. What's the best way to say it without calling scandal. it scandal? Yeah, sexual scandal. Thank you. Yeah, they're, they're, they're involved in a sexual scandal, and it's just been a bad look. One of the founders, who's no longer with the group, but when you take the when you take the fight, they're taking to the left. The left is going to fight back. And uh, you you better be crispy clean, you know, if you don't want to have to deal with stuff like this. Anyway, it got us on the topic of school boards, yeah. and this was a big old topic during COVID because it's probably the most important local positions that have been being ignored prior to COVID. Like nobody knew who was on the school board. I couldn't I couldn't tell you. I have no idea. Not again. I don't have kids, so it's not something I really pay attention to. So. We're gonna we're gonna have two different conversations tied into this. We're gonna talk about why I still don't have a problem with what the Zigglers were doing and within their the fight they're fighting. Mm-hmm. And uh, Sean has a different take on it, and uh, it should make for a good conversation. But I want to start off with the school board stuff. Sean asked a question, and that's what led us to going down this this uh, conversation here. Sean said, "Should you be able to serve on the school board if you don't have a kid?" You, Sean, did you say in school or no kid at all? Well, first of all, no kid at all. It could be a three-part question. Yeah, honestly. it is. I guess so. Yeah, I think it's that's the best way to put it. You're right. I mean, first of all, no kids, and then you're on the school board, which, I mean, I don't know exactly how I feel about that. I haven't, I haven't really thought. I just thought about that on the drive over. Like, how do I feel about Because, I mean, people, like I was saying to you before the show, get elected to office, and, you know, they make policy that affects children that they don't have kids or or whatever the situation is. So I don't know. I, I just wonder, but I've never thought in my whole life, like I thought about running for judge or this and that, but I've never thought, hey, let me run for the school board because I don't have any kids. But imagine if you did have kids, it's something that really does concern you and you would do it. And you're probably better suited for it than someone like me who doesn't, I would think, because you've experienced that and kids in school and those things. You can make better decisions on that. So, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, what do you think? Do you think if you don't have kids, you should? that's something that you should run for? I know they can't make that a requirement. I mean, yeah. I get that, but... I, you know, I'm really conflicted on this because there's part of me that says you need to have had kids go through a school system at some point to have an idea, real life experience for, you know, how to implement policy that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But then I could also make the argument that says sometimes a fresh set of eyes. Yeah, I and, can see that too. Like you just have an outside perspective on it. Yeah. It's a, well, you're usually like five member boards, aren't and you're they? a taxpayer at the, at the end of the day where you live, you're paying your property taxes and whatnot. Yeah, you've got you should have some say so in the school board. I think if 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 the rule was unless you've had or had kids go through the school system, you can't have you can't be on the school board. Then I should be able to opt out of having to pay property tax for the school. Yeah, which of course we're not going to be able to do that, no. and, and I understand that you know there's no way they could make a requirement saying that you have to have children to be on the school board. I get that. We're just talking in theory. You know what's what's the best thing, but yeah, I mean right now, I mean I pay property tax in Jackson, which are I think what the highest in the state, and it goes to the school, and I guess I can. You know, there's a lot of things I hear about what goes on with JPS that I have input. I mean, opinions on like we all do, I'm sure. You know, and uh, I mean, I remember actually it was funny. A few years ago, I voted against the bond bill, which is not something you think somebody that's on the left would do, considering 
you know, pro public education. But my issue with it was they're not they're spending it on administration. They're not the money's not going to the kids. And I just did I was like, why are we gonna up our millage rate to pay for more administration when you're not gonna put it in the school? So I mean I, I did have an opinion on that, even though I don't have kids. Yeah, well we, we we both have a friend that's done some work over there yeah. at the administrative buildings and talked about how luxurious the offices were with mm-hmm. the eighty inch TVs, the real leather furniture. Yeah. I mean, just over the top uh desk. I mean, just a ridiculous amounts of money spent to make their offices fancy because you know how it is, man. Once they get the title, well, and that was my opposition. That was my opposition to it at the time. I was like, I'm not going to vote so they can, you know, they get more money to do have no progress or less progress and uh, spend it on, you know, make the JPS more top heavy than it already is. That was my problem with it. Yeah, you know. All right, so we got a text here. Just it's kind of a comparison. It says kind of kind of like justice court judges not being attorneys. Yeah, I've always had an issue with that. I guess that was you know I don't know the genesis of that law. I assume it was in the time when you know that it was there wasn't that many. I mean, there was a time there wasn't that many lawyers in the state. Now we think like everybody's a lawyer. There's so many lawyers in Mississippi, but at one time there was not, and I think they wanted somebody in the counties that could settle disputes. So they had that. I, now they've worked to try to change that over the years, which I think they need to do that. But it's just never. I think there's just enough of a lobby on that where it's probably not going to change. Yeah. So. I guess, guys, my question for y'all this morning is: Do you think where do, where do you stand on it? It's kind of a, it's not a yes or no question. It's a three part question. I guess I want an answer. Do Do you think you should have to have, have be a parent or not been a parent to have a kid? Well, I guess it, should you have to have a kid in school? Should you at least have been a parent? Or if somebody who's not a parent, should they be allowed to serve on the board? Mm-hmm. That, am, I, am I asking that right? Yeah, yeah, and I think we were when you were talking about Moms for Liberty with Bridget Ziegler. So also she's serving on the Sarasota, Sarasota County yeah. School Board, and her kids are in private school currently. So That's that the other was part a, of the question. You know, yes. All right. How do y'all feel about that? Somebody serving on the public school board, but have their kids in private school. My argument for not having a problem with it is she's trying to fight for the public schools to become good enough. In you know, in her mind, for her kids to go there, and other people who are having to do private school or homeschooling to go there. Yeah, um, and, and I can I see that point. You know, and I you know on the reverse, and if she's on the right, I've seen people on the left in Jackson. I'll use that. I'm not going to name names, but who have you know argued pro public school, but then their kids. These are generally white liberals that their kids are in private school. But sometimes I'm like, you know, you're like always so support JPS, but your kids don't even go to JPS. And I, and that, so that bothers me. I don't know if that bothers you, but it, it, sometimes I'm like, okay, you're so pro JPS that you won't send your own kids there, but you're still, you know, like you're pushing this like pro JPS platform. Well, look, I'm a Mississippi State fan and I never went there. Yeah, that's true. There's a lot of Alabama fans like that. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, I mean, probably a little, little corny analogy, but. <laughs> Yeah, that's the first thing that comes to mind. I think you can be pro. I mean, I'm a very big fan of Brandon High School. I think mm-hmm. they got a great principal out there. I know I get on his nerves sometimes, but they got a great principal out there. Uh, great folks. I'm a big supporter of Brandon. Uh, really, I'm, I'm a big supporter of all those schools out there. Pearl, I think what what Pearl's done with their school district, mm-hmm. and it's being you know it's a singular school district. Yeah. I mean, it's it's self di- self managed, I guess, independent of Rankin County Schools. Is what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think. They're doing great work. Uh, they're doing their best out at Northwest Rankin. 
with as big of a school as that has become, with the influx of little Jacksonians. And uh, I don't know. Pearl does a lot of things well. I have to say that. I, uh, I told you I was in city court last week in Pearl, and that was like the most efficiently run city court I think I've ever been in. Yep. Like they just they they do things pretty well out there. Man, yeah. I went by there yesterday to for the press conference for the announcement of Pearl. Yeah, Day. you were telling me that. How exciting! Ashley McBride and you know for you folks our age, uh, Red Akins. That ain't my truck in her drive. Yeah, I know. I sing it better than him. <laughs> Red Akins is coming, so that that's going to be really cool. It's going to be in April uh, there at Trustmark Park, but actually bringing the Pearl Day festivities, the OG stuff like that you grew up going to if you went to Pearl Day back at City Park. It's finally finished, all the new construction and stuff. They're going to be having all the gospel singers and all that out there, all the kids' activities and everything. So that's going to be really fun, doing both things. I, Sean, as I've gotten older, I love some good gospel music. I really? Mean, yeah. Like, just <laughs> stuff cool. that takes me back. Yeah. Like, southern church hymns. Mm-hmm. Like, man, it just takes me back to a simpler place of being forced to go to church and behave and get smacked upside the head. I can't imagine you being forced back then in <laughs> your, your younger days. Um, uh, it did make me want to think one thing, though, yeah. about, like, we kind of reframe my, my point about the, um, like, yeah, I could see, like, you're in Jackson and, and you're sending your kids to private school and supporting the public school system. I mean, I don't even have any kids, and I mean, I, I hope JPS gets better because a better school system is better for society and everybody and all that kind of stuff. So, I mean, I'm not saying anything against that, but I've just, you know, I, I've seen people push this a public school agenda and say we can't give any money for charter schools or do all this stuff but then their kids go to private school and i got a problem with that i guess yeah yeah if you're anti-charter school while your kids are in a private school nobody's yet to be able to make an argument for me to be anti-charter school me me either i know that's not a popular position like on the like left it's all public school public school but i heard somebody who was a liberal one time make the best argument i've ever heard was like the the outcome should be the education outcome not pro like a public school system or it's like it's the best education for the child yep. that should be what we're looking at not you know we're just all invested it's got to be in the public school system so i'm with you i mean i'm i'm i've always been for charter schools well i mean and look and i i've always just assumed based on the people i've i respect talking about it because this is when i don't have a dog in the race on because my daughter's out of school but mm-hmm. the, the school choice stuff like, yeah, I've always been on the, yeah, man, I think school choice is a great idea because I've always looked at it from the perspective of, you know, what if you got a key, what if, what if your school district went to hell in a handbasket and you want to send your kid to another school so they can get a good education? Uh, all the teachers turned into rainbow flag waving nut jobs, you know, whatever the case may be. But then I heard it from the other perspective of a school, good school district being overran by people, not so good people. Yeah. I mean, that, you know, the, I hate to keep using Jackson as my punching bag, but like you know, Pearl don't want to be overran with a bunch of uh, Jacksonians that don't live in Pearl, you know, because they're already busting out the seams. Mm-hmm. And I'm just using them as my example. Pick any school, you know. Yeah. And again, Jackson's closing down schools, and if you create the school choice, how many people from Jackson are going to be ran over to to Pearl and Northwest and? Brandon and, and then is it else? fair on those communities because yeah, yeah they're because they're having cost overruns and logistical Florence. concerns and things like that. Yeah, right. I mean, I know Florence. It was kind of on the ballot in in their last uh, not supervisor's race, but their state representative race, and the, the guy that was against school choice won. Was okay. Yeah, I mean, I could see where communities feel that way. They're like, we're already just packed at the seams, and we don't want to take on more people. Um, but back to the charter school thing. 
you know, did you see what happened at Forest Hill yesterday? They locked it down. I saw Chief Wade on TV talking about it. Man, I, I saw bits and pieces, but I was running, running, you know, just all out all day and didn't get a chance to really focus on it. Yeah. Yeah, it just apparently there were some guys committing some crimes around the school. It didn't happen at the school. I think yeah. that's right. But I mean, I think we'd all agree that I mean, kids don't deserve to have their school locked down like on a, on a common occurrence. Or I mean, because if you're a good student, somebody's trying to do something. How do you how do you learn in that environment? It seemed like if it's a dangerous environment like that, and you got other kids that are acting bad all the time, and and you're just stuck in that cycle there. So I think that that's a lot of the problems that happen at JPS. I, I get it. I mean, I understand why you would want to send your kid out of JPS. Yeah, sure. I, I mean, I, I do. I don't fault parents for wanting to put their kids in a better school. But where I do fault parents, we got to take a break after this. I'm gonna get the last word. Uh, okay. Is I, where I fault parents who have kids in JPS that want to send them to other districts. You, you've part of the problem. You're either not voting, voting for the wrong people, not standing up. And obviously, I'm not throwing the baby out with the bathwater here. I know there's a lot of good parents who have done all the things I'm saying that y'all hadn't, but the majority haven't. Haven't stood up in their community to try to make a difference. Haven't spoken out against the drug dealers, the crime, the corruption, or any of that. Like, you're a part of the problem. Your kid may be a great kid, and you're trying to do the best you can to get them in the best school district, but... The condition of the city and the school district is a is a side effect of your irresponsibility. I mean, that's part. Of, that's certainly part of the problem. I mean, you know, yeah. I mean, I don't want to reward you again. I, I'm, I'm tired of rewarding people for failure. Let's take a break. I'll read some of your text on the guns of your text line when we come back. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. We are live here on WYAB. This segment brought to you by Southeastern Power Sports right there on Highway 51 North in Madison. Uh, look, guys, they're going to be your home for pre-owned ATVs, side-by-sides, and more. They offer repairs, tune-ups, oil changes, uh, need some accessories. They got you to, there, too. Programmers, wheels, tires, winches, bumpers, windshields, lift kits, and more all there at southeastern power sports veteran owned locally owned and man you can tell a place is doing right by folks when they got a waiting list to work on your stuff <laughs> and they have that over there at southeastern power sports so if you've torn if you're torn your side by side or four-wheeler up get over there let them get it taken care of for you and hey if you just got a new one or used one and you need some accessories, want to put a lift kit on it, need some lights, some speakers. They oh, they do have the stereo systems, all the light-up lights and all that stuff that everybody likes to put on their their uh, four by not four by fours, their uh, side-by-sides and four-wheelers. They can do it all. Southeastern Power Sports, Madison, Mississippi. Check them out, 601-707-7837, or just go on Facebook like I am right now and type in Southeastern Power Sports. It'll take you straight to it. All right, Sean. Well, okay. Are we still on this topic? Because I got when you just said something, it made me think of something that happened yesterday. But we are. Go ahead. Oh no, the um, the squatted truck thing. Explain that to me. Oh, we'll get it. To we'll it. get. We'll get to that yeah, later. Right, okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You said the lift truck, and I was like, okay, what's the difference? So, <laughs> yeah, there's a difference. Yeah. Um, all right. So, uh, staying on topic, let's read a few texts. Sure. And then I want to get into the debate about the Zigglers or people in general being being horn dogs. And being against pornography in schools, I I, I okay. think you I think both can be right. So, 
or acceptable. Anyway, Spartacus chimes in on the Guns and Gear text line says, I'm torn on this one, Clay. As long as that person actually knows education policy and has a heart for public schools. And then he also says, guess what, Clay? The mayor of Jackson appoints the school board members. They are not elected. I did not know that. I didn't either. And that explains so much. Yeah. How much do those positions pay? And how, and do any of those people who are currently appointed uh, donate to Chalkway's election? The, I mean, is that is that statewide? Or is there elected no, school? I don't know how that works. They're, they're elected in Madison. And, See, this is how little I know about the school boards. Okay, so yeah. they're elected in Madison Rankin, but here they're not. Can somebody confirm that? I'm not saying he's wrong, but that seems so – I guess you can Google it. All right, I'm going to keep reading text. That, that, that explains a lot if true. Yeah, I mean, it does, absolutely. Uh, let's see here. Unknown texture. Elected position, voters decide if it matters. That said, they have a license to steal, and the system needs to be overhauled. School choice. I want to have somebody in here one day that knows more about school choice than I do and actually have a conversation about this. Well, I like- L- Lindsey Beckham just texted and said that it, they're appointed in some county, so it's different by county. Like, okay. So you decide it. So I guess it is probably – Um, yeah, right here I pulled up the Jackson Public School website and it says each member is appointed by the mayor and confirmed by the city council to represent the city's seven wards. Does it say how much they make? Uh, it doesn't say here. Very interesting. Um, let's see here. Aaron on the Guns and Gear text line, if your child – does not go to public schools. It is almost like you're setting rules that you do not have to live by. I I, I can understand that side of it. So that's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm conflicted. I didn't know. That's why I brought it up before the show. I just didn't know how I felt about it. It's just there's so many different ways to look at it. I mean, but but then we can sit there and say that all right, if they don't have any kids at all, they can they can be on the board. Then I can sit here and say, well, I could probably make a better argument for you not having kids in public schools currently. Mm-hmm. Than than being in private school currently, because I feel like you're biased to to your children's complaints. Yeah. If your kid is currently in school and what what your child don't like and what you think is best for your child may not be best for the majority of the other kids, and I know that's the tough that's the tough call on this, but uh, you could almost sell me on that versus your you know it's like the principal's kid going to school. Yeah. Yeah. No, I can see that argument too. I mean, there's so many ways to look at this. It's kind of an interesting issue. Yeah. When you you know when we're talking it out, like what what would be what's appropriate for, you know, um, do you think it's better under an appointed system? I'm not talking about Jackson. Let's take Jackson out of the mix because we know anything he does appointed wise is not good. So we can all agree on that. But like, would it be better if it would if they were appointed by like people that were maybe experts in the field stuff like that, or is it better to be an elected position? Elected. You think so? Okay. Uh, appointed is corrupt. Hmm. Because I mean, it's very it's too political at that point. Yeah, I mean, I've had you know, there's been a big debate. With, Maybe it should be. I mean, some of these are terrible. You know, with the judges, this has been a big debate because every state does it different. Of course, some yeah. some states are elected, and some states have like a, like I think Missouri's got a commission where they make, governor makes recommendations, and then they or people do applications and they appoint. And there's been a, in the legal community, there's always a debate whether judges should be appointed or they should be elected. And that's a huge thing. And my and the way I always fall on that is kind of the more the appointed side because I think a lot of times when you can elect judges, people get elected to the judiciary that don't have the you know, requisite experience that you need to do to do that job, which happens, which is different than if you're like you're like somebody to Congress or the House, you know, state legislature or whatever. But um, you know, more of a I guess I'm going to use the word technical job like that. You know, if people get elected to it that have absolutely no experience doing it. Be, just, people being a good politicker. Does not mean to be a good judge. Yeah, that's that's kind of that's that's the and, debate. And that's everything, the honestly. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're talking about judges. 
I mean, you know, you accept that at our state capitol. Yeah. That sometimes it's a popularity contest. Sure. The best, the best person doesn't win. Like class president kind of yeah. thing, you know, that, yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, I don't, I don't have a problem with the appointed judges. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously I fought for HB 1020. There's some appointed judges there. That's been the big hang-up. Um, I don't know. I guess maybe I'm being a hypocrite, but I feel like school boards is different. I mean, I can see there's definitely a difference between a school board or something that's like to the Mississippi legislature and a judge. I'm just there's you know the circumstances where I think appointments are good and when when they're not, obviously. I mean, sometimes I just go back to sometimes both things can be right. Mm-hmm. Let's take a call real quick. Hey, you're on there. Hello. Hey, you're on there. It is not that hard. Um, let's take a break. Come back. And we're going to hit another topic about this Moms for Liberty stuff and sex and LGBTQ and right, wrong, and indifferent. Uh, I've, I've got a counterpoint I want to make. Okay. This is the Clay Edwards Show with Sean York Karan. We'll be right back. And to the Clay Edwards Show, this segment is going to be brought to you by Stonington Farm Beef. Get you that grass-fed, or should I say try, the grass-fed difference. Locally, Mississippi, not locally, but when I say locally, I mean Mississippi. Mississippi sourced, farm raised ground beef. Not just ground beef, all of it. <laughs> Steaks, ground beef, the whole nine yards. I butchered this one, pun intended. Um, grass fed, grass finished 100%, mRNA free, antibiotic free, steroid free, unlike Sean and I. Uh, it's just testosterone, man. Yeah, it's just testosterone. I mean, um, Give this stuff a try. We've been preaching it to the high heavens for well over a year now here on the Clay Edwards Show and previously on the Mike Madison Show. This stuff is great. People that buy it never buy just once. They get more and more and more. It's good stuff. You can go to SteiningtonFarm.com. The Steinington with two N's. No S on the end. It's just SteiningtonFarm.com. You'll place your order, and they come up here once a month. To the Tri-County area, they make three local delivery spots to make it as convenient as possible. There's no minimum or maximum order. You can get anything from a single steak, a single pack of hamburger meat, all the way up to a whole cow package. You'll have to get in touch with them about the cuts and pricing and all of that. And you can do that online at steiningtonfarm.com. Try the grass-fed difference. Uh, Sean, let's read. Uh, let's clean up some text here. Yep. Because I definitely appreciate uh, people taking the effort to text in. Um. This is uh, continuing from, uh, I'm not sure, I'm not sure who this is. I apologize for not giving credit here. Uh, unknown texture says, elected positions, voters decide if it matters. Okay, it's talking about school board. It says, here's a quick Google stat. Cost of uh, Jackson Prep, 18000 a year. Hartfield, 11000 a year. Uh, I think that's like per student. Mm-hmm. Uh, JPS spending per student. Okay, 12228 Pearl, 9,048. Rankin County, 9,591. Clinton, 8,223. Which, yeah, I, d- I didn't know the exact number, but I did know that JPS spends more per head mm-hmm. or gets from the government more per head than any other school district in the state, I believe. Yeah, because our property tax is so high, right? Yeah, and, and, and their return on that investment is lower than anywhere else. In the state, I mean, except excluding maybe some some little Delta village, yeah, you know that I that I don't know, you know Chula or something like that, you know. Sorry, Chula, <laughs> <laughs> just one of those little small Delta towns that maybe even worse than Jackson, but mm-hmm. 
on scale, Jackson is the worst school district in the state. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, I think that's pretty evident, right? That's what yeah. the, you know. It's uh, yeah, I knew that. I knew that Jackson spent the most. Per, I think it's Jackson, or is it? Um, I, I think Tunica spends a lot too because they have the casino money up there. Yeah. I think I've read that before, but well, it, clearly there's some corruption going on. Well, I mean, you know, those couches and TVs are indicative of that, yeah, <laughs> or whatever else. Well, just the fact that. Look, I know there's some good students that come out of JPS, and people only hear me talk negative because I'm here to t- I'm, I'm here to point out the negative. That does not mean there's not positives. There's not some great teachers, some great students. Sure, you know, I, I, I want to be clear. There's some great so some great educators, even in Jackson. So, I, unfortunately, there's a lot. Could you imagine, man? Like you know, dealing with the criminal criminal justice system in Jackson. Mm-hmm. This is very Jackson specific. You know, a lot of those. I mean, just those heathens, man. The people that they ain't never going to get right. They don't understand how to be a civilized human being. Yeah. They're just, I hate to say it, man, but just act like animals. Uh, and just, just like, with, like, there's no understanding of how a civilized society is supposed to act. And, man, they exist. If you live in a bubble and you don't think they do, you're a nut job. Yeah. I mean, you know, and having I think- to go to school with those type people. I was having a, I think I told you this last night. I was having a conversation with a friend of mine that he um, owns a building that I, you know, work in and uh, my office is located. And, uh, you know, a lot of times I think people in the outside communities think, well, if Hines County was just, you know, criminal was just hammering people constantly and this would make, this would send a message to the, to the criminals. Right. And, 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 you know, to some extent it would. And I think you're seeing a good example of that on the street level with Capitol Police that, that I think that's where it happens more than in Hines County than the criminal justice system because mm-hmm. the problem is, in my experience, dealing with a lot of these folks, you know, on the prosecution side, was they don't care. I mean, they're not, they're not, they're not, they're not they don't care. I mean, the for, they're not thinking, oh, I'm going to rob this gas station and you know I'm going to get 25 years for armed robbery, day for day time. They're just not, they're not thinking that when they do that. When a 14 year old or 15 year old does that, like or you know, 17 year old in those age groups. They're not thinking, you know, if I kill this guy down the street, you know, I'm eligible for the death penalty. Like, they're just – that's not crossing their mind. And I don't know that a more public display of that, even like we were just talking about off-air, the courthouse bubble, that that's going to make a difference. I think it has to happen at the community level before we were, before like you're sending a message from the criminal justice. I mean, I think you should send a message. I'm not saying that. But I'm saying I think it's a, it's a more – it's a larger problem here that's going to take a lot of levels to fix it. Well, I, and I think it starts. It obviously starts at home, and that's the yeah. real. But again, absolutely, Democrats love their their root causes. Mm-hmm. Uh, the root cause of why JPS schools are are terrible is because the kids are terrible, and that starts at home. Yeah, I mean, Ann Coulter, the one you 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 uh, gave a clip of her on Bill Maher Friday yeah. Night Show, and she actually were showing the statistics about homes that had had you know a two parent household versus one parent, and the statistics versus crime based on that and it just like completely changes if there was actually two parents at home like it actually levels out so i mean yeah i think there's i think that's you know a huge part of the problem and you know and i said this before on air and to you a lot i just don't believe 13 year olds are just bad people right i mean i don't think they're just you're born evil i mean some people are don't get me wrong and i've prosecuted some of those people but i mean the 13 year old just hasn't hasn't had the guidance or, or the upbringing i mean he's just a kid you know and he's out robbing somebody like what? How does that? How do you know at thirteen that that's what you want to do? Like I'm going to go rob somebody. Now you know you're 21 and 22. I get it. That guy's bad already. But it seems that you know we could prevent a lot of this with kids that age that we're not doing. Yeah, and you know, so 
so I'm going to make an argument for school choice here. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, again, I can go back and forth. I can see the pros and cons of school choice. I'm a I'm a parent, a hardworking, ain't twerking on the gram. I, my I, I, I was a single mom. We was a single mom, for example. That seems to be an easy one for Jackson. Mm-hmm. I'm a single mom in Jackson. I'm doing all I can. I'm working two jobs. I'm trying to keep keep little Timmy and little Jimmy and little Tyrone out of trouble. And then I have to send them to school, and they're getting influenced by these terrible kids that don't have any parental guidance at home. And they're I mean, just, just animals. Yep. And I could see, okay, I got to get my kids, if they have any chance of survival, of getting on the other side of this, I got to get them into another school. Mm-hmm. Now, I know you could say, well, Clay, work harder and uh, send them to private school and uh, that just ain't the economics of that just don't always work out. So, mm-hmm. uh, trying to play both, I'm not really trying to play both sides against the middle here, but I can talk myself into it. Let's take a call yep. from Jerry. I'm sure he's got a hot take on this. Hey, Jerry, I'm hey. that Verizon outage that's going on, so I can't hear y'all real well. But y'all were speaking, talking about school choice. Um, Sean, the neighborhood you live in, I think there are a couple of uh, legislators or state senators. Would you wager a guess where their kids go to school? I'm, I'm going to guess they go to private school, like I just said. Uh, right. St. Andrews, yeah. uh, Mr. David Blunt, the biggest school, public school supporter in the history of the world. Well, if you heard my comments earlier, Jerry, I was referencing that. I didn't want to call him by name, but you did. So, okay, there you go. His kids went to a magnet school first. Now that you have. Private public school. Then they're, now they're at St. Andrews. David mm-hmm. L. Archie was on the Kim Wade show. Guess where his little angels go? Private school. St. <laughs> Andrews. Okay. Guess where the Blackman kids went? St. Andrews. St. Andrews. Oh, yeah, but they been they going to stand up there and carry that cross against anybody else having that opportunity. David L. even said his little angel may have a cure for a disease one day. There are a lot of little angels out there that might be able to do it if they had an opportunity. But they are, they're depriving their constituents of that. Did you see so, what yeah, I, mean, I, I I think there should be a law that if your kids are in private school, then everybody gets a, gets a voucher. Um, you know, I did, you know, like I said, now that you've called him out, but that's who I was referencing. You know, he obviously lives well, in my neighborhood. He, and, it's, it's a known fact. I yeah. mean, it's not like it hasn't been in the paper. I mean, I mean, like I've, I'm not calling him out. I'm referencing public knowledge. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's, that's the thing is that they're he, they're not at Murrah. Or wherever they would be going to school, you know. I think that's I think that's the truth. Yeah, but, I, you know. And then yesterday, I don't know if you saw this. He was um, speaking of. Uh, he's not my favorite senator. It never really has been, and actually didn't vote for him. But the um, he he uh, is now raising Kane about the um, water authority that bill that's being put forth in the legislature. If you read that, um, that you know, because you know, eventually, we, as we know, we need to do it once we the federal whenever this happens, and who knows what the time frame on the federal government transferring the water system back to the city or to the you know a municipal author- or a regional authority. But he's against that. And I was like, wait a second here. Now, are you saying that the city needs to get – I don't think the city ever needs to get it back. And, uh, well, you know, he was against that bill. Right. So, yeah, and, and, But, I, I, look, I just point out because that's one of the biggest hypocrisies mm-hmm. is, is, you know, even our even our United States senators and everybody, you know, basically, they're look, Obama's kids are in one of the elitist private schools in D.C. Now, I know there's security, but, you know, security can follow them to a D.C. public school, can't they? I would, I would think so, but I mean, they're out of, they're out of school now, aren't they? They're out. Of, I think. Oh, I know, but when every politician's kids, when they're in Washington D.C., they do not go to public school. 
No. But they, that's all for security. Well, you know what? You can make it more secure in that public school for you, can't you? I mean, you know, Secret Service can go there with them. But that's that's not what we're going to do for the the elite children don't have that. And that's that's just a systemic, I don't know what, it's some, it's some kind of a deal where it's good for me but not for you. But when David L. was talking about his daughter at St. Andrews, and it's, it's expensive, but he's talking about pulling her out, they're not in public school. I, he should be the first one. He's a community activist and should be saying, this, this is on the air, he should be advocating for, school. if it's not good enough for his kids, it shouldn't be good enough for everybody else's kids. Agreed. Yep. yep. Agreed. All right. Thanks. All right, Jerry. Appreciate it, brother. All right. We're going to take a break real quick, come back, and land the plane for the first hour. I am efforting uh, a caller for hour two. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards show. Guys, coming up here at the top of hour two. We're going to have State Rep. Fred Shanks from Brandon calling in. And I want to talk about the squatted truck ban with him. <clears throat> We're not going to eat up a whole lot of time with it. But there are some other parts of this bill that I, I, I don't like. And I want to just have a conversation with him about that. And kind of see, let's kind of see through the fog a little bit. And what's true, what's not. Why is that language in there? And some other stuff. And uh, frankly, do we think that as much as everybody likes to pick on the squatted truck guys... Is this government overreach? We'll get Fred's response to that. Um, also, coming up in hour two, I guess we're going to shift gears away from the from the Moms for Liberty stuff and the school board and all that. Yeah, but I want to talk about what's going on with our phones. Is there have we been cyber attacked? Yeah, I saw that when I woke up this morning. Also, the nine hundred thousand bucks that you were telling me about Jackson yesterday is an interesting topic. The we city got- of Jackson, y'all. Because of their incompetence, and there's no other, I mean, that's the nicest word I can come up with, is the incompetence, is being fined, it could be up to 900000 I think it's somewhere in, in between, I don't know mm-hmm. what the, I didn't read the whole thing yet, I was going to read it live, Yeah. but yes, over the Jackson trash nonsense, the city's going to be fined almost a million dollars. And think about this, Clay, remember the Riverside Drive penalty that they had for mm-hmm. almost a million dollars, like 800000 or whatever? Yeah. So in less than a year, due to incompetence, the city's cost the taxpayers almost $2 million, just, yeah. just out of not doing their job. Like, but, almost $2 million and there's no, that we don't have. There's no financial penalty, penalty for the politicians who have caused this. Like there, we need to rework the way government works when it comes to the people who do terrible jobs having no consequences for being bad other than you might not get reelected. But if you're in Jackson where incompetence rules the day, you're rewarded with another four years to continue to screw things up. I mean, like real talk, we ain't got about a minute here. Yeah. Do you think for one second Chakway isn't going to win reelection? I mean, in, in my heart of hearts, I feel like he probably will, unfortunately, but I'm trying to mind F myself out of that, you know, like thinking, oh, no, somebody else is going to come along and save the city. And But, I mean, if I'm being a realist, yeah, I probably do. Yeah. You know, if I'm being a realist. I mean, I'm hoping and praying that people will, um, you know, look at what's going on and say, let's do it. And then somebody will, Kim Wade, you know, whoever, like, will come forward and do something. But I don't know if that's going to happen. I agree 100%. I mean, I'll be, I'll be pulling for somebody else, but I, it's, it's going to be a tough, tough battle. We'll see you on the other side. We'll be back in seven minutes on WYB.
All right, you tuned back in live. This is hour two of the Clay Edwards Show here on 103.9 FM WYAB. This segment brought to you by Guns and Gear right out there on Highway 51 North at Yandale Road in Gluckstadt, Mississippi. Get out there, see Hunter and the guys today. Get you one of their wide variety of firearms as well as the home as well as them being the home of no limit ammo again just last week he bought a huge uh estate sale type thing with over 180 new guns all type of exotic stuff that he says you've only seen in magazines and online you can check it all out guns and gear on facebook guns and gear ms.com online or heck just go by there's just something about holding a gun i mean just all 100% Merca, just holding that gun and, and just letting the, the pump, through, letting the Second Amendment pump through your veins. And frankly, it'll upset a liberal. So kill two birds with one stone. Anyway, all kidding aside, get out there, see guns and gear today. Don't forget they can handle all your seracoding and gunsmithing needs as well. One stop shop. And of course, they buy used firearms too. So if you got one to sell, get by and see Hunter and let him make you a fair market value offer fart sean does it make you mad when people touch guns no no i i, I do own guns i actually found my uh glock 19 the other day remember <laughs> from my home invasion yeah. i couldn't find it I had the shotgun i actually found it where i'd hit it all right make a note <laughs> we got to circle back around to the jackson gun ban I, I yes need, I need, yes yeah yeah definitely i need a blue that. hair's opinion on this Sean's <laughs> <laughs> gonna beat me up one day he's like i've heard enough blue hair i mean i mean i just i just love the idea that the criminals are you know looking at the uh sale ads and be like "Ooh, i can get uh ten dollars off a glock 19 and go yeah. and that's gonna stop them from buying guns <laughs> it's so stupid to be stupid <laughs> I mean, all right on the line here we have my state rep and friend, Mr. Fred Shanks, Brandon, Mississippi. He's our he is our House of Representatives member for uh, for our area. Fred also Fred, make sure I get this right. You authored the bill for the squatty truck stuff. One of the bills, yeah, yeah. All right, t- t- look, man. Um, I waffled back and forth on this thing, and I, just bring and, it, and, and I'd be disingen- I'd be disingenuous if I if I didn't talk to you about it and just pretend that I didn't have a problem with it. So yeah, I. I I guess on the surface, I understand 100% the, the, the intentions behind it. But, man, you don't feel like it's a little government overreach. This is going to sound terrible. One girl died, right? Correct. Is that the standard that, for banning something now? Well, no. You know, originally, I have a, there was a lot of interest in doing this two years ago. And I kind of toyed with the idea. You know, I had a lot of people reaching out to me. Uh, and talked about bringing something up and just i just decided not to and for whatever reason this year i've had the law enforcement community judges prosecutors and a ton of concerned citizens who have come to me and it's really it's not uh, you know i know a lot of people say oh well fred he doesn't like the look of these things that's why he wants to do it Uh, i don't like the look of them but I, i would never ban something for the looks of it it all comes down to a safety issue and I've I've not had anything that has had as many people reach out to me as this, and that's why I dropped the bill. But there's about four more bills in the legislature on it right now. Tell me, so no, I don't I don't think it's government overreach. All right, um, tell tell me that what, what is this I'm seeing in the bill about somehow it lumping in lifted and lowered trucks as well? I mean, so are we not going to be able to lift or lower our vehicles either? 
No, no. I, the language of it is is it, it's just it's altering one. You know, your your front. Your it has to be level within four inches, and this is just really going to be a vehicle. I mean, it, it's it's in committee right now. It has not gotten out of committee, so it has to get out. So, if your listeners don't know, it has to get out of committee. Then it has to go to the House floor. It has to pass there. Then it goes to the Senate committees on their side, and then to the Senate floor. So it may still got a long way to go, but there would certainly be, uh, once we get to the end of session, we have conference week, things could be tweaked and changed in there. I mean, there may be something, that, you know, if it makes it that far, uh, something on the Senate side they wanted to add or delete, you know. So, um, and all the bills are, are roughly four to six inches of a difference on the, the, the leveling of the vehicle. All right. Okay. So I'm just going to read what, and look, this guy may edit or something, but one of the, I made it, obviously it's been good content for me as well. It's it's, it's a drawn out a lot of, <laughs> drawn out a lot of, uh, it's very polar. It's the most polarizing topic that I've ever, that I've ever seen outside of yeah. Donald Trump. It's, 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 it's quite amazing to be honest. Yeah. Everybody, it's one of the few things sans Sean over here, not knowing what it was. I didn't know what it was. It's, it's, it's <laughs> I did one not of the few know what things. it was. Everybody's got a got a got an emotion about these things, and they, yeah. part of me feels like it's kind of low hanging fruit, and it's young boys, and they're always kind of they're they're an easy target because you know who's gonna who's gonna step up and fight for them when it comes to them not being able to squat their trucks, yeah. and, and so I feel like they're I feel like you know it's kind of a it's, it's kind of a it's squatted kind of a, truck lobby. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I guess I'm going to be this guy. You know, I was the, I'm, I'm the kratom guy. I guess I'll be the squatted truck guy. Uh, yeah. But I want to read this for you real quick, Fred. Maybe, maybe I'm understanding the language wrong, and that is a distinct possibility. This guy says, uh, he goes, the very first part of this bill is what I have an issue with. He goes, it shall be unlawful for any person to drive a passenger motor vehicle on the public roadways of this state, which has been elevated or lowered, yet still leveled. That, yeah, well, you, you, I'm having a hard time understanding yeah, I, I, that. Yeah, yeah, and it is confusing. You have to keep reading, but it it, it states in the bill about it being elevate. You know, the basically the front, or I mean, it really could go either way. But I'm at the front. The issue being yeah. elevated four to six inches over the rear. Okay. On one side, you just have to kind of keep reading. And what we did, South Carolina, it's known as the South Carolina squad. I think that's where it originated from. Yeah. But they banned it, and this this bill is a, a, a pretty much a copy of their bill. Okay. So, yeah, you just kind of keep reading further down. It gets, as Sean knows, it gets real lawyery in there. But it, it, it states it, 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 it does not mean just a lifted truck. Okay. You know, like uh, what we used to have. I mean, cause, I mean I, at any point, I could end up with a lifted or, or lowered vehicle. Uh, I have a history of both. You know, I, <laughs> yeah. you're not going to have to worry about Clay squatting, squatting any of his vehicles. But, yeah. you know, like, but here's one of the things I thought about, Fred. Uh-huh. And I, I, yeah. I went to Scraping the Coast this year. Mm-hmm. And it's the, it is the second largest car show down you know, in the state behind cruising the coast probably the second largest mm-hmm. car show in the southeast behind cruising the coast mm-hmm. i can't prove that but i just think common sense would probably tell you that based on how many people were there and 90 percent of the vehicles there were squatted trucks i heard i heard so um, so, so yeah, are, are we gonna go ahead what could this do to the economy of the state if we tell all these people you're not welcomed here that I don't have a good answer for. I have heard from a lot of people from the coast, and specifically about what you just mentioned, 
and they were and these are people who live down there yeah. who, who deal with it and they were just not happy about having them down there i mean that's just one of the things and i did, i heard specifically about scraping the coast about yeah. having those trucks there um yeah you know it's just one of the things that when people were reaching out to me and uh and you know i sent you the message but somebody called me from anaheim california you know, so I mean, it, it's gone past being a statewide issue sure. on people who who are concerned. You know, on both ways, and uh, you know, I do know there's a young guy from South Mississippi who private messaged me every day. Uh, you know, he's got a, a, a petition started. You know, and I, I understand that, but I just I've had so many people reach out to me on just it being a, a safety issue and. And you know this, but I've I've driven one of them. You know, I wanted to see what it was like, and I drove it. I drove it around, and I mean, you literally cannot see, you know, thirty, forty yards in front of. All you're doing is you're looking at the hood. Yeah, and, and I one hundred percent get. I hundred percent give you that. I mean, I think there's common sense would tell you that it's yeah. it, if lift it up too much, you're going to have some depth perception issues. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and you're right. So that's that's the main issue. And as you know, you're you're like me. You're a car guy, and you know it changes the geometry of your your steering, your braking, all that stuff. And the the other issue that I get the biggest complaint about is the headlights, since they're they're pointed up, they're catching people right in their eyes off their windshield. You know, if they're uh, you know in oncoming traffic. So I've just heard it over and over and over. And like I said, I've had so many people reach out to me about doing something about it. So you know, we're gonna just kind of run it through the process and uh there's a lot of inter- interest in it in on the house side uh and like i said there's two bills i, I know of in the senate so i'm assuming there's interest over there as well that's okay. kind of where it is right now apparently the senate bill came out of committee yesterday the text i got so okay I don't know okay okay, so, okay. okay. I didn't, I didn't. so i had it wrong when she told us that it came out i thought it came out on the house side okay it came out on the senate side Fred, no no, no. It's, it's it's in committee um if it does I, you know i'm assuming it'll come out uh, you know next week would be my guess fred t- tell me this now that we're banning things that kill people um, yeah, <laughs> I mean, look, let's, let's go on and open up Pandora's box here. Can we get Dodge Chargers taken off the road? Oh, <laughs> our Nissan Altimas. Uh, you you want to? Y- y'all want to get with me? and We'll write up a bill. I uh, mean, oh, for for next session on that. A- absolutely, Save Jackson Act. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. But it's, it's only for Jackson though. It's like an exclusive, kind of like okay. kind of like HB ten twenty. Can we get a version of HB ten twenty that includes Altimas and Chargers? And yeah, Jackson? but they're going to have to pick a new car then. See, that's the yeah. problem, yeah. right? So, so this this will be on our non controversial calendar. I'll yeah, say. yeah. You're going to see like the criminals driving like Hyundai accents and stuff just going down the road. Real fast. Uh, we, we just got a text in from uh, uh, Jackson Law Enforcement that says Hyundai and Kia. Hyundai and Kia. There yeah. we go. Get rid yeah. of ball. Yeah. Any, anything that's easy to steal shouldn't be able to be bought. So. Yeah, well, I, as y'all know, of course, my, my brother's over at Capitol Police. And I mean, you know, he tells me they average, if you break it down per month, they average one to two chases a day. And Jeez. I and, and from hearing, talking to him every day, wow. I would say 90% of the cars that they chase our chargers, which oh, yeah. is, is crazy. Yeah, that, that yeah. high speed pursuit the other night from from Brand I mean, from Byram into Jackson was in a charger, and I'm sure you saw that viral video that I did, and I know Sean has of the people driving like 150 yeah. uh, on 55 yeah. South yeah. through uh, heading from like North Side to St. Dominic's. I mean, just absolutely insanity. One I mean, to two chases yeah. a day. Yeah, that's my yeah, God. yeah. That's kind of what it would break down to. Wow, per month. Yeah. 
And, uh, and and there's some good ones. My brother, he's uh, you know a major. He's a little bit more on the administrative side now. He was coming back for lunch uh, a couple weeks ago, and he got in. A, he just happened to get into a chase, and the guy was going over 120 miles an hour through you know through the the capital complex, which is as y'all know, is, you know a, a business district basically. Yeah. 120 down with like State Street or something there, or God. Um, uh, it was it was closer to the that guy. I know the guy actually got. He actually caught across the Gold Coast Bridge into Pearl. Oh yeah, and then yeah, they ended up catching him in Byram. He circled back. I never but heard like yeah. He was, it's the first time I heard he it called the Gold Coast Bridge. I always called it the Silas Brown Bridge. Me too. But yeah, the Gold Coast. I like that. I'm going to call it that it, from it, now on. I didn't know it was. Oh yeah. That. Oh, put, it's Gold Coast all the way. Put that on a shirt. Yeah, I'd never <laughs> heard that before. Hey, okay, yep. Fred, I got a couple. Uh, if you got another, just a sure. couple more minutes for me. I got a couple of questions on the guns and gear text line concerning the, sure. origi- the original topic. Uh, Chad yep. asked, "Have any lawsuits been won against people in squatted trucks causing accidents? I mean, is there a is there a rash? Do we have anything to back up other than this one incident where a, a tragic incident? I don't, I don't want to downplay a young girl losing her life, but yeah. o- outside of that, do we do we have any statistics that say that squatted trucks cause more accidents? I mean, look, I brought this up the other day, and obviously we're neighbors. A lot of young yeah. guys in Brandon have squatted yeah. trucks. Uh, yeah, but, and, uh, I, and I, mean, I haven't I, seen I any have, accidents with yeah. them. Well, no, I've heard a lot about them uh, from from different people since the bill's been going. Uh, now I don't know about lawsuits, but you know, for instance, I've got you know uh, friends who's who they pulled up to a gas pump and had a trailer on the back, like just a you know dual axle trailer, and uh, the truck came up behind it. I guess he was getting gas behind them. It just drove all up on the trailer, you know, because he couldn't see it. Yeah, you know, I've heard about t- those types of things over and over and over again. And just to let your listener know what you're referring to, there was a, like a six year old child in Smith County who uh, I think ran out in, in the driveway and got run over because, you know, they, the person driving the couldn't couldn't see her. So, you know, yeah, in my book, one life, that's too many. Yeah, you yeah. Know, but as far as, you know, histor- outside of see, I see, you know, I hear about all the national things. I know we got a bunch of them in Mississippi, but, I you know, I don't know the specifics of lawsuits on it, no. Yeah. I'm trying to find out. I mean, look, and just to play devil's advocate, you know, about the kid – you know, where were the yeah. parents? You know, why was the kid out, out by the road? You know, I so I could go back and forth on that. I just, I, man, I just, it's a bad presidents, you know, start start banning customization, I think. But, hey, it's representative well, yeah, government, and, and, and that's what know, people seem to want. Yeah, and, 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 I, and I don't look at it as, as far as, like, somebody's putting pipes on their truck or, or doing this or that. It's just, it comes down to just a, a, a safety issue. Now, I would be you for know? that. I would be for, yeah. for, for, for banning straight pipes 100%. Let me be a hypocrite here. <laughs> straight pipes? Oh, yeah. And I don't mean custom exhaust. I mean straight pipes. What's it, the difference? You're going to have to explain this to me. And it is well, typically I, the I, same I, guys I that drive these throw, squatted trucks. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm not trying to throw fuel on the fire, but, you know, the majority that I see, and I see a lot of them every day, they are, you know, they're loud as hell, you know. So, I mean, whatever on that. I, I don't have a big <laughs> problem with that, but. You know, that's just one of the things that most of them, every one of them has pipes, you know, which I don't care about. I've, I've had pipes on everything I've ever owned. Yeah, so but, Sean, you know, a lot of them are. Straight pipes straight are, pipe. there's a difference in custom, like a Flowmaster and, and a straight that's pipe. pipe. Okay. What they do is they either cut it off, it goes straight from the header uh-huh. all the way yeah. out, or they cut it yeah. straight from the converter. Usually they got straight pipes, they bypass the converter and the muffler, mm-hmm. and it's just. Oh, they're getting rid of that, yeah. It sounds terrible. <laughs> now, if it's more f- airflow, so you're supposed to go faster, Okay, you know, have more power, mm-hmm. 
but it is the loudest, most obnoxious thing. You know what a Jake brake sounds like on an 18 wheeler? Yes. Yep. Imagine yep. that every time you touch the gas. Oh, okay. That's right. That's right. And uh, yeah, we hang out like, like you do, like down, downtown Brandon, you know, on the Highway 80 part in front of Burgers and Blues. Mm-hmm. And those things are coming up and down all night. And I get a lot of calls and complaints on, on, on that. And Man, it's, look, you know, I'm not trying to single them out, but it's, it's those squatted trucks. Man, and the yeah. kid that lives next door to me on down down there on my street, uh, uh-huh. I, I hate to I hate to beat up a kid. I mean, his truck ain't squatted, but it's got the dang, it's got straight pipes. I'm like, my God, I'm gonna go out there and slash your tires. I'm kidding. I'm not actually gonna do that, but it makes me want so, to. So Clay, am I gonna am I gonna add you as a co-author to to this bill? If you if you'll put in a thing about straight pipes, <laughs> straight pipes. If we can get an edit on there. Huh. For straight, right, we'll outlaw that. straight we'll pipes. Uh, Clay Edwards Act, and, and we'll catch that in Congress. Well, I mean, look, at the end of the day, straight pipes should already be illegal because they cut the catalytic converters off. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, and, and I know it depends on each you know, city, you know, as far as they, they have a noise ordinance, but mm-hmm. I'm, I'm pretty sure most of them probably have that somewhere in their, their ordinances to where they could write a ticket for that. Yep. All right, brother Fred, I appreciate you jumping on with us this morning. Thanks, man. Okay, good time. Good talking to y'all. All right, let's uh, let's let's try to talk, you know, weekly while you're down there. See what's going on. Yeah, yeah, be glad to. I'll give you a recap. All right, brother. Stay safe. Okay. All right. All right. Bye bye. Sean, let's take a break real quick. Right. Come back and unpack some of that. This is the Clay Edwards Show with Sean York Karan. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. Back live here on WYA. B, this segment going to be brought to you by our friends over at Acme Pizza and Daiquiri's. Get out there tonight, 4 p.m. to midnight, seven days a week, and get you one of their great custom-built pies. And look, on Saturday nights, well, Friday and Saturday, they got live entertainment. On Saturday nights, after 9 o'clock, they crank up the DJ for all your favorite throwback 80s, 90s, and 2000s jams. Sometimes it's techno. Sometimes it's just straight booty music. But uh, get out there, enjoy it. They got a different cast of DJs every Saturday after 9 p.m. No cover charge. So just go and enjoy that if you want to take a little little step back into yesteryear, back when before our knees uh, all gave out and we could twerk and scrub the ground and back that thing up and all that. Or just go out there and enjoy some pizza. Either way, I, I, I'm a fan of doing both. Hey, look, try the pig, pig, pig. That is my personal favorite. But they have so many other uh, custom-built or uh, specialty pies as well as you can always just custom-build your own available for delivery and carry-out as well as their nine different flavors of frozen daiquiris. They are available for delivery and carry-out as well. Uh, only restaurant around doing that, I believe. I can't confirm that. It's not like I search the Internet and scour it for deliverable daiquiris. But... It sounds pretty, I feel confident in saying they're the only ones doing it. Check them out on, uh, well, just check them out, period, wherever. Google, Acme, Pizza, and Daiquiri's, Fan and Mart, on the res. You can see the online menu, all that good stuff. Give them a follow on Facebook, Acme, Pizza. All right, Sean, let's unpack that a little bit. So, I'm sorry. So, after hearing about all that, what is your immediate, like, instant reaction you know, I mean, it seems like they've got some good reasons for what they want to do. Uh, the visibility thing, I thought Fred pointed out, was pretty I, – I can imagine that's a, that's an issue. I think the, the state's got a uh, reasonable um, 
interest in, in, in regulating that and makes sense of when you're talking about visibility. Because, I mean, they do put limits on how much tint you can have. I mean, I know that's not a visibility, but it's looking at the car thing. Disagree with that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm yeah. just saying, but, I mean, they, they do have – there's legitimate governmental interest in that. Yeah. So I can see the argument there. And I can see the argument for the uh, people that really want the squatted trucks. Um, you know, I this is not going to preclude them from having – owning one, right, just driving on the public roads, I assume. Yeah, I mean, Sure. So if you have on your private property, you could own one, build one, and drive it around there, I would think. Yeah, but I mean, and don't get me wrong. I know plenty of people that own old hot rods and this, that, and the other that don't drive them. Mm-hmm. But that, that would seem like a – I mean, you can own a lot of things and not drive them. Sure. You know, I don't know. I, that, unlikely, but sure. You know, I guess you could trailer them to shows and this, that, and the other if that is your, That's what that is your end game. But I don't know, man. I'm just conflicted on it. Uh, they're just unpopular, and I know I, I think they're an easy punching bag. Yeah, I mean, I didn't even know what they were until yesterday, and then someone put on, I think, a comment on your post, and someone put a picture that now yeah. I'm like, I've seen them, but it's not that like was, something I see all the time. Yeah, I don't, I don't see these guys. Well, is this like a, is this like a suburban white kid thing? Yes. Basically, oh, one hundred percent. Okay, and and, um, it's, and it's been a it's been a war on suburban white folks for a while now, and I just feel like this is another another continuation of the war the war on white culture because when i when i saw the picture that was on there i thought that it reminded me of like you know what those mexican dudes drive around uh la with yeah like i thought that's kind of what it looked like but i didn't know this was such a massive issue where there's like what how many people own do we have a number on that how many people own these trucks no they don't you know they don't have to check in i check in when they register them you know or anything but I mean, okay, it's it's a popular thing, and I don't know if it's a rebellious thing because there's no way anybody can really look at it with an honest set of eyes and say it looks good. No, it just it just it's it's reverse. It's, it doesn't look good, but I, I don't want to be the I don't want to be the person in charge of telling people well because I don't like it you shouldn't have it. Yeah, like I said, unless there's like a legitimate safety concern, like Fred was talking about, yeah. but I don't. Does it seem like they need to do a little more studies on that than just saying one okay, girl died? Can, and this is it. Yeah, that's what I mean. More than just yeah. that, like there's an actual correlation to higher accident rates between the because of the visibility issues with these trucks. It seems like they'd have to have some kind of study to that to know that this is worth banning instead of just saying okay we're going to ban it right now. Yeah. now. I don't care one way or the other, but it doesn't affect me. But if it would, did affect me, I would care. You know? Sure, I mean, let's be honest. The guys that do this are 15, 16, or they're just getting their driver's license. They're young. Mm-hmm. And what I'm seeing with some first-hand experience here is by the time they turn 18, 19, they've grown past it. Okay. So, yeah. And, and I'll just be honest, too. I don't think this is a fad that's going to stick around legally How or long not. has it been around for? A couple years. But it's kind of like, you know, like I was talking about the 90s with the bumping cars. That was yeah. a, is that is that still a thing? The hydraulics? Yeah, the hydraulics. I don't I mean, yeah, well, people do it on different kinds, you know. Okay. So, I don't know. I mean, most people just say, oh, we'll just lift the whole thing up. Uh, Joe texted in and said they could take the time to lift the front up, take the time to put the, the rear suspension on. And I 100% agree. I, I, I am not in favor of these things. I'm just not in favor of outlawing things. You just don't like government telling you what you can do. You, yeah. just, you just hate that. I get that. I mean, I get that perspective of it. And like this just, seems like a, a silly a, a, a silly version of having to defend things and let people make their own bad decisions. It's the same thing with Kratom. I don't – just because uh, Becky's little Tommy bought too much Kratom at the gas station and got sick, now all of us 
Now they're continuously trying to ban Kratom and tell us, no, because my little irresponsible kid uh, couldn't be responsible. You all must pay the price now. Sure. Um, I think this kind of goes with everything I think about. Like, if it doesn't hurt anybody, then I'm fine with it. So I think they need to do figure out, like, is this directly causing a lot of accidents, a lot of deaths? And apparently you're saying it's one. And That's I, what they're saying. What, yeah. One. One. So I don't. I mean, is there a court? Like, okay, for instance, there's a law against implied consent, and there's a DUI law. There's a law against drinking and driving, as we all know. Okay, that makes sense, because if you drink and you drive, you're impaired, and you can cause an accident. So there's tons of data on that. We all know that. So that makes sense, because you're endangering someone else. You don't have a right to go drink and then get in your car and go on the roadway. But with this, is there, like, some correlation between higher accident rates? I think that would be a good thing to know. It would be – I would like to see an actual study on it. Yeah. But, um, But, God, imagine, you know, wasting more money. Doing a study on uh, squatty truck viability. <laughs> yeah, that's it's that much of a you know. Well, I think the squatted truck people should put together a lobby. They can have their own pack, you yeah. know, like squatted trucks for Mississippi or whatever they want to call it. Well, like, you know, like I would think that the custom truck industry, like the, the aftermarket industry, that makes sense. Yeah. W- would would want to you know have some lobbyists like the SEMA folks and all that, mm-hmm. and they would be against this. But I guess at the end of the day, they're still selling them a whole lift kit. Whether they use the second half of it or not is is a moot point. Use, now use the back half. I don't think people are going to quit customizing vehicles. And, and I will also say this. like When I was in the truck scene, we took pride in our trucks. Man, one thing I did notice, like we didn't, we didn't take beat-up farm trucks and lower them and try to tell you they were a show truck. Mm-hmm. What I have seen with this trend is a lot of younger guys are getting just whatever the most beat-up truck they can find. Like just old farm trucks, this, that, and the other. They're putting a really expensive set of rims on them and dropping them in the condition they sit and going to enter in this stuff in a show. And I think that goes against the spirit of a car show. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, no, just because you did some suspension modification does not mean you have a show truck. And you're seeing a lot more trash at the shows now with this trend. Now, there's some guys who spend a lot of money and, and, they're, and, and they look as good as a squatted truck can look. Just lift the back on up. Anyway, and so I'm not talking about them, but I did. When I went to Scraping the Coast, it does bring out a different crowd that I would not say is a traditional truck show crowd. Okay. That's, well, that's interesting. So I guess yeah. that goes against my I'm making my own, I'm making the argument against my point here, but I still don't think the government should tell anybody. <laughs> so, maybe, like, I emailed the people from Scraping the Coast yesterday to try to get a comment from them. They, they haven't replied. I was just curious if they thought it would be a positive or negative for their show. Mm-hmm. But I, you know, and like I do know, I was down there. The cops were giving the squatted truck guys unmitigated hell. Yeah, can we get a squatted truck advocate on the show to talk about <laughs> this? And um, I tell you what, one thing about, about old Fred, man, he's had some. He's he's the, he's got the the controversial bills this session, right? He had the pro uh, the pro choice people after him with that initiative. Now the squatted truck people don't like him. So, sorry about that, Fred. But uh, Joe this, on the Guns and Gear text line says that supposedly. Came out of uh, came out of California mocking the Baja racers. I thought, and that may very well be a thing. I thought it came out of the Carolinas because it's called the Carolina Squat. Oh, there's a name for it. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah, and then Carolina was the first place to ban it too. Uh, all right. What were there? Did they have any studies that they looked at, or were the reasons they did? What were the reasons that South Carolina did that? Oh gosh, don't get me to line. Yeah, uh, I, know, know, I, mean, I haven't. I haven't dove into South Carolina stuff. I assume maybe there's some, maybe there's some stuff there. And I just think, man, again, it's an easy target. It's like you want to ban something. Oh, th- these kids are jerks. Let's 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 take their toys away. <laughs> yeah. That's... All right. Let's take a break real quick. 
when we come back, let's shift gears and talk about some Jackson nonsense. Talking about banning things. They want to ban gun sales in Jackson. I want to get Sean's opinion on this. We'll be right back on the Clay Edwards Show. To the Clay Edwards Show. Guys, men's health. Get your levels checked today. Your testosterone levels are doing free testosterone levels. All you got to do is shoot them a text. And I never think to have the phone number up when I start this ad read because I got to say it as a photo to my Facebook. But if you'll give me two seconds, I will. Sean, tell everybody about the great perks and benefits of uh, testosterone. I'll tell you, my favorite thing about it actually is the energy thing. Because when I went to go get it checked out, I was getting tired about three o'clock in the afternoon. And that was kind of weird. And I didn't understand what that was going on. And so that's kind of completely reversed that cycle. Now, obviously, there's a million other benefits of it too. I mean, you know, if you if you like working out, it's 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 made that a lot better too. And uh, but energy, energy and focus was was the biggest things for me. I was having problems with. I noticed, and yeah, I'm, that's completely changed. I, and I'm glad you I'm glad you brought that up. And we're gonna keep this short. But I, I have got so much energy now, and I'm so focused now that it's almost to a detriment. Because I'm up at eleven o'clock at night on the computer looking for stuff, and mm-hmm. I'm nowhere near sleepy. Uh, it, it's it's almost um, xing out my Ambien. Really? Yeah, because I'm staying up later, and I'm actually getting a little less sleep than I was, but not because I'm not sleeping well, because I'm just not getting enough of it. Because I just from the time I hit the ground at five thirty in the morning to the time I go to bed, I'm just all, I'm I'm all out. You know, there's never any rest, and and I have the energy to do that. Yeah, I try to force myself to go to bed at like ten, but it never. I I get in bed, but then I'm on my laptop or my iPad or whatever, yep. looking stuff up constantly, and I have to take my CBD gummies, and that's what I'll call them for the purposes of the radio. Yeah, and uh, that's how I usually go. <laughs> well, look, uh, guys, free testosterone screenings now. Text free T to six zero one three two seven eight five five zero. And uh, hey, if you just want any like, a, a personal recommendation and you just want to ask me any questions or Sean too, for that matter, uh, reach out to either one of us, man. We'll, we'll, we'll tell you all the great ways it has helped us. Uh, that's men's health in Mississippi. You can check them out online at men's health, ms.com men's health, ms.com. Make sure you go to the right facility. There's some more guys right across the street that do the same thing. They are not sponsors of the Clay Edwards show. Men's health of Mississippi is men's health, ms.com. All right. The, uh, uh I'm I'm constantly blown away at how popular this topic is about these squatted trucks. But let's shift gears. Um, I just, it's something I just did not know about this till five o'clock in the afternoon yesterday. So. Uh, I'm gonna re- read one text here. It's just the most recent one. Let's see. All right. Okay. Here it is. It says uh, unknown text on the guns and gear text line. I agree with you on the squatted trucks. Young boys want to have some control of customization, but usually grow out of it. After a year or two, let them roll. That's kind of my thought process. But you know, at four inches, I would just want to see one that looks legal. Like, what is the what? Is, how does four inches look? I know I would never want to have the my rear end of my truck lifted four inches more than the front. Yeah. So I would have to think that is still not that that, that is still low enough, squatted enough that if that's your thing, you're getting the visual appearance out of that you want. 
And, you know, we were talking about the break about our in the 90s, our sound systems and how stupid that was, even though I kind of mm-hmm. want it back now that, now that we were talking about it at the break, where I went to Hooper's that used to be on County Line and got the amp in the trunk of my car and the subwoofers in the back seat and the, you know, the Clarion CD player. And then the cops used to always stop me and be like, turn down your, you know, turn down your radio and all that kind of stuff. And uh, at the time, I'm like, I can't believe they're making me turn this down. And now I'm like, yeah, I look like an idiot. That was it was probably they probably needed to turn it down. <laughs> well, speaking of looking like an idiot. Uh, the city of Jackson, uh, Sto- uh, Kenneth Stokes, you know, a guy that had been making so many, been making so many uh, good calls here lately. Just be- been on the right side of history, as they love to say. You know, he uh, has been for a while. Yeah, back, back in the Capitol Police, HP ten twenty. Once he uh, had an understanding of it, calling out, call the, out the mayor, dope, dope problems, and all. That yeah, stuff. I mean, just <laughs> man, he's been clicking on all cylinders, and I guess his Alzheimer's has set in, calls allegedly. Because he is now parading around with the Respect Jackson or uh, Reset Jackson folks talking about not banning guns in the city, but banning gun sales and advertising. And then they put together this whole shindig. And I know I did a whole show about this Monday or Tuesday or whatever, but uh, Sean, we don't have about three minutes. Yep. Lord. Um, for the sake of going through all of it, people, you can figure it out. I did not like the waste of Jackson police resources on a fake procession. Sean, what do you think about this? The gun sales part. Yeah, I, it, it, what I it's kind of it's the dumbest thing I've ever heard of. And here, here's what I mean. And I'm, I'm going to go again. I know I draw my DA pros, uh, perspective. The criminals are not going to the gun store. Okay, they're just not. They're not. I mean, sometimes they will. I mean, I'm sure. And then they got to do a background check, just like we go to we go to a pawn shop. You got to do a background check. I think that's right. Um, they're not going there. When you talk to them, they're like, I got it on the street. Like that's it's not it's not preventing them from getting guns. And just because you stop advertising gun, it's not like Willie is out there saying, you know what? I don't need a gun now because they ain't advertising it. Other than this gun, other than this, this radio station where we have gun sponsors, I don't see or hear gun advertisements anywhere else. No, I'm not saying they're not there. I'm saying they're not in my day to day life. I mean, if you go to a gun store and you buy a gun, you're most likely not going to be robbing a store. Now, I'm not saying that, you know, there hasn't been mass shooters that have bought guns, whatever the way it is. But on your day-to-day crimes that are not those, you know, huge whatever, these guys aren't getting guns legally for the most part. They're just not. You're not you're not preventing anything by by banning advertisements or the sale of guns. It's not going to drop crime at all if they do that. It's just stupid. One side of the aisle constantly thinks that if we ban AR-15s or or AR-15 type. I'm going to call it an assault rifle. I know it's not a real thing, but for the sake of argument, right. assault rifle. If we ban assault rifles and white people can't go buy assault rifles legally, we're going to completely eliminate mass shootings and all gun violence is going to go down. When, in fact, if we were ever going to actually talk about banning a gun and violence going down, I would think it would be pistols. But that's neither here nor there. I don't want to ban anything. No, I mean, well, the thing is, like, if people want to go commit a crime, they're going to get a gun. Well, that just yeah. that's the world we live in. Here, I mean, that here's just... the deal: you can ban all the all the you you could make it illegal for people to go buy guns new and take every legal gun owner's gun from them. Mm-hmm. And I, in my heart of hearts, in my soul, every fiber of my being, I believe that the gun gun murder by gun violence would not go down. More than a couple bodies. I don't think it would so. probably actually go up because good guys wouldn't be able to defend themselves. And, and I'm going to use, and this is my example for that. 
the war on drugs, which we lost, by the way, if anybody else would know, we call it that. Um, we've we've made drugs illegal. Has that stopped the ease of accessibility of, of illegal drugs? No. You, I could, we could walk outside. We could go drive down over Jackson, buy whatever we want to in two minutes. I mean, and that's not – it's not going to – that has not prevented that. During Prohibition, it didn't stop the um, – dissemination of alcohol so if you ban drugs i mean it i mean ban guns it's not going to it's not going to prevent criminals from getting them it's just well, not going to do anything just got a great text I mean, got a great text here uh your, your business name showing up texture so i'm not going to say your name but it says glock switches are are nfa items but are everywhere in jackson that's the thing uh, there are plenty of gun laws on the books already yeah they're not people it is not legal gun owners out here committing the overwhelming majority of this crime. I mean, look, I know somebody tagged me in the Las Vegas mass shooting thing. Yeah, bad stuff happens. You know, crazy people do get guns. but And they'd get them anyway. And they would get them anyway. anyway. They would get them anyway. Just like like if you, you know, now marijuana. Okay, I I think I texted you the other day. Marijuana is legal if you have a, a medical card now. I mean, do you think the criminals on the street are going to the marijuana store and buying marijuana? No, they're not. Because actually, the street value has gone down. It's cheaper than if you go out on the street than if you go out at the store. Uh, they're 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 not. They're not. They're not going to get evaluated in a card and buying it legally. Come on. I mean, uh, I mean, I'm not. Look, I, I know Jackson is in a is in a bad spot. I think you bring back stop and frisk. Mm-hmm. You know, not banning guns, not this. You just start bring back stop and frisk. And if you decide that you want to dress and look like your favorite rap video drug dealer. You're telling me you want to be a rap video drug dealer. I, I at the end of the day, you're 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 telling me that that's the image you want to portray. So if I see you looking like that, I should have the ability to stop and frisk. If I see a, uh, I, I'm gonna say somebody about something white real quick. If I see a strung out, skinny looking, wife beater wearing white dude with fubu or sagging blue jean shorts, or, you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Trailer park meth head that fits the bill. If I see him walking down the road and I'm a cop, I want to stop and frisk him. Every now and then, you just got to use damn common sense. We, the the ACLU, the mayor of Jackson, all these people got to get out of the way screaming racism and let police police, and that'll fix a lot of these problems. Well, I think they're just more interested in political platitudes than they are actually solving problems, which is annoying to me all the time. Like ban, like this is a good example. Ban gun sales in Jackson, which will do absolutely nothing. Instead of like say, hey, why don't we? More, why don't we more aggressively police like Capitol Police is doing? Yep. But they're against that, which I just don't. You know, that it, makes sense. It doesn't make sense. We got to take a break. We'll be right back. Welcome back in to the Clay Edwards show. We got about a minute left here. Sean, let's just do something crazy. Let's take a call with one minute to go. Yep. Hey, caller, you got about 30 seconds and we're off there. What you got? Hey, look, hey, I just want to, uh, just, just real quick, uh, I, I believe I just heard somebody talking about frisking people just off the way that they look. And, like, I just I just can't wrap my head around that because, you know, where, where do you draw a line, number one? And then, number two, if you do frisk somebody who fits that mold what we just talked about, they ain't, they ain't paying taxes anyway. So, I mean, it's just going it's, it's to run the tax dollar. Uh, hey, look, I know it's a terrible idea, but so is banning guns. Thank you, brother. Got to go.